NASA crashes into an asteroid. Rockhound is disappointed he couldn't go on the ship with all the large parts made by the lowest bidder. Interpool issues red notice for Terraform Labs' Du Quan. He responds hilariously. What did he say? We'll find out. Are you guilty of the millennial pause? Probably. But what the heck is it? And why am I being singled out? Intel's Unison app will allow you to sync texts, pics, and make calls from your PC. Why would anyone want to do that? It's Wednesday, September 28th. All of that and more coming up on the, the Brew House Weekly Tech Roundup. Well, last night I had an old man moment. I saw an advertisement that said, if you remember when computers were beige, it's probably time you outsourced your digital marketing with a picture of a Commodore. Now, while that advertisement did hit the target market, I did, in fact, get my start on an old beige Apple II. It doesn't change the fact that the old man in me screaming, get off my lawn, is showing through. And I just want to say this about the advertisement. There are a lot of companies in California paying six to seven figures for COBOL programming. Programs are having to come out of retirement to work for the DMV. It's because this younger generation doesn't see the benefit of knowing the old technology and would prefer to write everything in like JavaScript or Electron. They don't care about garbage collection or the fact that the cute little meme app or whatever they created was more has more than 100 megabytes of extra libraries. They don't care about how much memories thing use. Things like that were important to us beige computer users. We were forced to think outside the box because the game wouldn't just work or how to optimize a website to load on a 14.4 baud modem. The biggest uh, advertisement of this generation was a bouncing QR code that took people to Coinbase to buy Bitcoin, where we had Apple's 1984 Game Changer commercial. I say to this younger generation, do better. NASA, the agency that normally tries to prevent crashing into things, launched DART, or Double Asteroid Redirection Test. Whatever happened to cool names like Rocket Rocket Face? Anyways, the question is, could we redirect an incoming meteor that would be crashing into Earth. At around 6.14 p.m. at almost 7 million, million miles away from Earth, a device the size of a vending machine went screaming into an asteroid. This is a 30, $330 million crash test, but did it work? We don't know yet. It uh, will take months of groundwork to see if the asteroid the size of a football stadium has moved off its path. It would seem to me, based on my anecdotal knowledge of the movie The Martian, starring Matt Damon, that a slight push could make it go off target. And since all of that vacuum is in space, that that push wouldn't have to be much. Now, if you watch the live stream, you could see NASA scientists cheering uh, that their work has crashed and is now a whole bunch of nothing. Interesting to say the least. DART flew into Diamorphos. Sorry, that's the name of the asteroid. At around... 15,000 miles per hour. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a sucker for anything space related. It was everything in me, not to include another story about how some scientists recommend we manned flyby, uh, we do a manned flyby of Venus. How cool would that be? The idea that us measly humans can control something going 15,000 miles per hour in space is awesome. Duquan is on the Interpol naughty list. Duquan, the founder of Stablecoin UST, which is supposed to be pegged to the US dollar, but hasn't since May. The idea is that the UST is what's known as a logarithmic stablecoin. It uses a complex system of minting and burning tokens to adjust the supply and stabilize prices. If it sounds complicated, it's because it is. It did, at the time, seem like a focused attack on UST, but who knows? That's not what the story is about. Now, this is all speculation, but it appears that before the crash of both UST and Luna, both Terraform coins, 
the coin, uh, the, 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 let's see, Luna is the coin that UST is tied to. Duquan pulled $80 million worth of the coin, like sold it. This is where the trouble lies. While his coins went down in flames, he was living large. It started with South Korea putting out a warrant for his arrest, but it appears that Kwan actually fled South Korea. So South Korea needed Interpol to step in to arrest him. Here's the thing. Kwan isn't even trying to hide. On the contrary, he's still being very active on Twitter. Just yesterday he wrote, yeah, as I'm, I said, I'm making zero effort to hide. I go on walks and malls and no way, and, and no, no way none of CT hasn't run into me in the past couple of weeks. So it'll be interesting to see how this one all shakes out. The millennial pause. What is it and how to present it? Even in this podcast, I always hit record and wait, you know, to make sure the thing is actually recording. Also for me, if it's a video, I like to pause so people can get sight of my surroundings before I drop a knowledge bomb on them. So yes, I am guilty of the millennial pause. So at the start of the show was saying, I'm gonna, I want people to get off my lawn. I'm just going to go ahead and do it again. We invented this stuff and apparently we do it all wrong. I guess there are telltale signs of your age in the videos, such as a sigh before the video starts, excessive zooming in and out on your face with the camera. It's always fun to watch the younger generations make fun of older generations. It will happen to them as well. It all just takes time. Maybe the fact of the matter is, is and why millennials pause before they do their spiel is because we used to have to wait for the tape to speed up so the recording would work well. So I'll say it again. Get off my lawn, Gen Z. Also, I'm technically considered a millennial, but... I was like right at the beginning of millennials. So I don't really fit into the millennial mold. I buy, I bought a house. Uh, my, my wife buys diamonds. I buy her diamonds. So I'm going to go out and hang out with Gen X. Intel's Unison app will allow you to sync text, pics, and even make calls from your computer using your iPhone or Android. I think this is an interesting development for years. We could do this with our iPhones and Mac, but even I once switched to, once I switched to Linux as my daily driver, I really missed doing that. Then I found error message and I already ran a cloud machine running Plex. I moved that over to a Mac and I'm able to relay message from that iMessage to error message. And I'll admit it works great. I can reply on my Android and in my browser. But in the end, one big feature that I love is that I, that I um, from my iPhone to my computer is I still couldn't get my SMS messages. iMessage works fine, but if an Android user texts my phone and I get that little green bubble, uh, I'm not able to reply via error message. I have wondered how car Bluetooth allows you to sync and reply to all messages, make calls and even manage media, but your desktop won't. It seems to me a simple Bluetooth sync and this could all be done. Now, I can't seem to find a lot of information about Unison, like, you know, a release date, and I'm sure you need Windows to use it, but I think it will help make the whole ecosystem better and prevent people from pulling their phones out of their pockets every time they get a text messages, every time they get a text message, but, but even though they're sitting at their computers. And with that, have a great Wednesday. <laughs>